the Next Level Loan Officers podcast. To learn more about Next Level Loan Officers, go to becomenl.com. Hey, everyone, and welcome to the Next Level Loan Officers podcast, the number one podcast in the universe that is for loan officers by loan officers. Uh, my name is Kellen Vaughn, founder of Next Level Loan Officers, and I'm joined today in the podcast studio, which is, this is a rare treat, much like uh, Haley's Comet passes over every 75 years. We've got the entire founding crew here in the studio today. Welcome, everybody. We've got hey, uh, Sean Zalmanoff <laughs> from St. Louis, Missouri. Welcome, Sean. Thank you. Great to be here. Shane Kidwell. What up? Pacific Northwest. And of course, coming in. <clears throat> from Longview, squirrel eating cousin Marion Country. Getting Kate. in e-brake pulled, smoke, smoking the tires, Ken Travis. AT Kenneth Travis. I feel the love, guys. Thank you. <laughs> feel appreciated too. You know, it's funny because we all take turns on this podcast and we grab different guests and uh feel like um, you know, we do a great job of getting our message out to loan officers, but it is rare for us to all be here at the same time. And so uh, what an awesome treat, excited for you guys. And uh, listen, if you're listening to this podcast, and you're not a part of Next Level, uh, man, come hang out with us. Come join the family. It's super simple. It's 197 bucks a month. You can join over at becomenl.com. Again, becomenl.com. We'd love to hang out with you and uh, see you at our next Mastermind event, which is actually coming up this week, gentlemen. It is. That's that's another pretty amazing benefit of being part of Next Level, isn't it, guys? It's like Fight Club, you know? I mean, you, you can't talk about Fight Club unless you're in Fight Club, but we're going to do that. We're going to do that today. I'm excited. You know, it's every time we get together, it feels like we just met, and the last three months were different than the previous three months. You know, and isn't that an amazing thing? Like, we're in an industry where literally we do the same thing every day. We've done the same. I mean, conventional loans have more or less been the same since I started in 2009. And yet here we are three months later, completely different market. So it's a great time to hit reset. That's why we like to have these masterminds in early December every year. It's a great way to, to take a break and to get laser focused on what's coming up next. You know, one of the things that we see over and over again so many people this year saying, oh, this person's taking time off. This person's taking time off. So I don't need to work right now either. We all know that that's not the key to success for your following year. Well, you know, it's funny that you bring that up, Sean. So a lot of people last year had their best year ever. And man, it's amazing how long they're living on the past laurels. We were just actually just talking about that, talking about the what once famous, once America's football team. It hasn't won a Super Bowl in over 20 years. Well, yet. let's just be fair. They're still America's football team. Well, okay. They haven't a won part a of America. But, 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 uh, but in all seriousness, there's a couple lenders in my market that had a phenomenal year last year, their best year ever. And lately, all they've been doing is spending 2020's money mm. and not focusing on the things that, make, that made them successful. And now, for some of them, the thing that made them successful had nothing to do with them. It was simply cheap rates, easy right. market shooting fish in a barrel. I would say that for the others like us who had a great year, but had a great year in 2019, had a great year in 2018, 
uh, we look at that. We said, okay, like I refined my, my spending habits, my investments, what I'm doing with my extra resources. And we had more extra resources last year. But what I would love to dig in on with you guys, and I know we were talking about this offline is kind of looking at this next year. You know, one of the things that I love to do with you guys is we sit down and KT and I did this. In fact, in, in Dallas last time we got in a day early and we just said, how's it been? What's been going on, man? If you had an opportunity to go back three months, what would you have done differently? And I think it'd be great to say, looking at the beginning of 2021, yeah, we're just we're almost to January 2022, which I can't believe. No, it's wild. Isn't it? What's that one thing you would have done differently that would have moved the needle, saved you time, saved you effort, you know, solidified that relationship, helped you have power in your business? You know, one of our coaching clients, he's doing a physical fitness challenge and he said he wants to be a weapon. It's like, I want to be my body as a weapon, right? Like, so for him, that one thing was really like diving in on his physicality because he understands he used to play professional football that for him, his mindset is driven by his physicality. And I think that's just a really good question to just talk with you guys about. I'd love to get, you know, your insight looking back. What's that one thing, that one thing that you now, and we have a, a little over a month before the yep. end of the year, going into our final mastermind, what's that one thing you want to take away? What's that one thing that's the key to success in 2022? Well, I'll tell you this, and I'll let Ken chime in here too, because he and I were trading some texts um, last weekend. Which is very and dangerous, by the way. Just so it, Well, they were uh, early morning. It's the late night ones that, you, yeah. that are dangerous. Yeah. The early morning ones are, are not too PG, bad. yeah. Yeah, they're more business, um, business development. But so, so Ken came up with this phenomenal idea. Uh, we have a great par- partnership with Cutco here at Next Level, and so we we sent out some appreciation gifts, and it was really a plan that Ken kind of put together. And then I really, you know, as we like to say in uh, Next Level, swiped and repeated. Uh, no reason to reinvent the wheel on it. But we were just commenting, and I was just texting him. It was Saturday morning, and I was at the park with the kids, and I just was getting tons of texts from referral partners that were saying, Oh my gosh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. And it was like bombarding. And I texted Ken. I said, man, this thing is really on fire. And Ken said, you know, there's a lesson in this. And I said, okay, you know, share. And he said, you have to appreciate people all of the time. That's the key. And, uh, and he's a hundred percent correct. And we're all, all loan officers, unless you didn't do a single refinance, are probably derelict in our appreciation of our referral partners throughout the year. So I'll let Ken touch on that a little bit. But man, that would be, if I was thinking about an area where maybe there should have been a pivot sooner or more consistency throughout the year, that's probably it. Yeah, uh, I think I've got two, Shane, and I'll go into a little bit about what Kellen was just talking about. You know, this strategy really opened my eyes to exactly what he just said. We have to appreciate uh, our referral partners all the time. And there's so many different categories uh, that we're teaching inside Next Level about how you frame that conversation, because it's not a one size fits all. It's a different conversation, depending on who you're speaking to. Um, the results of this have been unbelievable. My team took in 13 contracts last week. They took in four so far this week. It's only Tuesday. Uh, The fruits from that labor has been second to none. 
And so what's the one thing, I'm going to give you two, but what's the one thing that was really like an aha moment for me saying, damn, I wish I would have done this sooner. And we've been talking about it for a long time is like, being being able to know where we're at and that in the industry now we take what the market gives us and it's been really really easy for us uh, i know during 2020 i don't know that i went to a closing or even spoke to realtors right because it was just free flowing you didn't have to work as hard for the business now uh, i would say you know 120 days ago even six months ago we started saying hey it's time the market's going to be shifting soon so we need to shift with it and be prepared so that's when we started really penciling ideas and and uh, strategies that were very intentional and we rode out with this really amazing uh, opportunity and it has been phenom i mean it has been so good we've we've i've gotten over 40 applications in 2 weeks um, and then all those app, and then all those contracts that's like unheard of like i've done like i've done pretty good before but like this is different right and again it just goes back to really appreciating people um i bought 135 pies yesterday and i've had realtors coming by all day yesterday and all day today picking up pies and uh inviting them to our christmas party and i just look at them man and i just say hey i just want you to know i really appreciate you like the business we've done this year, it's just been phenomenal. The girls will come out and say hi. And it's just a really good strategy uh, that's worked really well for us. Uh, and it's a combination of a lot of little things like that that we're doing. The other thing, uh, Shane, that I think has been a real big eye opener for me is sometimes I think when we have people on our staff, on our team uh, that are good, we're good, right? And I think the real reality is, and Shane speaks to this a lot, either you're a 10 or you're a two. And I'm going to tell you, man, the enemy of great or the enemy of good or enemy of great is good. And I think a lot of times we get so, you know, I'm a very nice person. I really like the love of my team, but you know, I, I, I just like for there to be harmony in the office. And sometimes when you give more than, uh, than maybe you should, uh, I think sometimes staff can take that for granted. And so, uh, I had to make some staff changes. And these were good employees, right? They were solid, good employees. However, when the replacements came in and they were great and there was such a world of difference between those, it was like, damn, why didn't I do this sooner, right? And, uh, you know, so anyway, so I think that like really evaluating the people that you are surrounding yourself with to really help you uh, be a 10 is very important. I love what you said there. And I want to repeat it because it's so important. The enemy of great is good. And what we, and I would, I would say one of the biggest enemies to execution is complexity. What we tend to do is we go, man, you know, cause, cause listen, what, what, what Ken did wasn't just, and what Kellen's doing and what I'm doing, we don't just buy a small gift of appreciation and send it out. There's a follow-up campaign. There's getting it. And it's the goal is to take the mailbox to the coffee shop, right? It's like to take the online offline. It's the same strategy as what we do with social media, create and create a marketing strategy to get in front of people to then pull it into a personal conversation, build the friendship, build the relationship, share gratitude, convert to business, right? So the problem is what do we do? Well, I got to turn on HomeBot and I got to record videos and I got to integrate my CRM. And I really shouldn't do this until my marketing flyer has been updated and what that can do. Sent a gift, had coffee, sent a gift, had coffee. And that turned into, correct me if I'm wrong, really your biggest month on record from a high quality, not like online bullshit leads, like high quality personal 
relationship referrals in, in a very short amount of time. And you almost saw an instant result, which is really, really yeah, phenomenal. It's unreal. it's unreal. It's 30 days. They started pouring in. Actually, less than that. It was like two and a half, three weeks. They started pouring in. Man, I got a contract with an application. Like that didn't happen very often, you know what I'm saying? So it was uh, just one of those things, man. So um, you put in the time and really get intentional and, and and really help help these people. And again, it's a it's an entire strategy that sits, stands on its legs. It's really uh, only for next level members uh, to be able to get that intel and to implement it. But it's amazing. So in fact, we're going to share and break it down at our mastermind event here in Fort Worth. So. Uh, if you're a next level member, you'll get to kind of see behind the curtain and how we executed that, the results, the cost. We'll lay out the whole the whole blueprint for you. Yeah. So, KT, we've been uh, we're we're a little behind you on implementing the gifting portion, but one thing that that we have been doing is uh, is we've been getting face to face. Yeah. And you know, it's it's missed right now. People miss that human interaction. It's good just to sit down and break bread. You know, you, you, there's still some people that might be. That might not want to go to a sporting event, but they'll sit down at a coffee shop and just to be able to get them out of their house or break up their day or do these things and again, just sit there and let them know you appreciate them. Yeah. And so if I was giving anybody advice, I'd, I would say to roll into that uh, for, for next year. I mean, I, I think it's the number one thing that you can do. And if you can put a gifting strategy behind it, that's fantastic. Um, if you're not there yet, you can still have coffee with people. Uh, you know, last year at this time, it was still hiring, hiring, hiring. And, uh, you know, I still, even as, as business started to normalize this year, uh, we, we kept hiring. And, you know, to your point, KT, that allowed us really to bring on some rock stars early this year that allowed us to also, as, as things really got normal and we, we got in our flow, you know, we got rid of some twos. Um, and, and, and that was good. And so, you know, what you're doing right now that, that's having the success or, or that you feel the market needs, keep keep that pedal on the metal because even if it shifts a little bit, you're still in a better position than you were. Yeah. And to add to that, and and this is so this is so true. I was talking to a realtor about two weeks ago at a lunch appointment, and she looked at me and she says, Kenneth, nobody is doing what you're doing. Nobody's getting out and seeing agents and having coffee and lunch appointments with them. I said, "Really?" She says, "Absolutely not." It's like, okay, that's they good. They will in six months. Yeah. yeah, yeah, oh yeah, you know. yeah. Until six months from now, yeah, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah, when their you pipelines know, are drying up. Sean, I, I want to add. So, there's a couple things. One, Ken's got this great marketing idea, but two, there's this theme of staffing and and refining staffing. I think what Ken went through was a forced refining. Sometimes that happens where you're forced to refine your team based on behavior circumstances. Sean maybe had a little bit more of an opportunity to have a strategic refinement of the team. I've been going through and and it's a little bit of both. So I think my number one thing, my number one takeaway before I get into marketing, before I get into any of that is do I have the right players in the right seats doing the right things on the daily? And what what I found last year is we are hiring, you know, it's almost like I got to bail the boat. I need to get people who can hold a bucket in the boat. The reality is, is that the person who can bail the boat, if, if that's all I expected them to be good at last year. Now I need them to do marketing, podcast setup, right. graphic design, or, or loan partner work, whatever the case may be. And so it's stepping back and saying, are they, are they doing the right tasks in the right priority 
at the right time. And that's really important because the people who are winning at this game, they are having the time to do what's best use of time. And, you know, we, we've got in this, in our industry, and I remember who the coach was who said, you know, and it wasn't us, we've repeated it, but the thing that got you where you were is the thing that's going to get you where you're going. That's not necessarily true. <laughs> if the thing that got you to being successful was relationships, don't shit on that because you're now successful. Right. Sometimes, and, and I fell into this trap, right? The thing yeah. that got me there was the relationship, the personal touch, the intentionality, hard charging, fast, all those things. And then I stepped yeah. back and said, well, that got me there. Now I better do something different. When the reality was I should have doubled down on what got me where I was. And so for me, it's a refining of the team. It's going back to some of the basics that like, like having those team meetings, doing those strategic actions that are simple to do in theory, but not in practice. Dude, I could not agree more. 100%. Exactly how I felt too. <laughs> I've been doing this 19 years and yeah, man, you get away from the things that work thinking you got to cre- recreate something. And sometimes the, sometimes the mousetrap's just okay. Like it's, right. it, it's working. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, it is. And I think, you know, you started this whole conversation <laughs> off with it's an ever changing environment, right? I mean, the market that we operate in today is not the same as it was yesterday, you know, and that's the challenge with, the loan officering business is you have to be adaptable. So, you know, you've got to change, you've got to pivot, but you've got to keep, you know, and so it may be doing some things that you, that you do and you do, you do it more during this time. You pull it back a little bit here, you swap the team around, but you know, you've got to be adapting. And I think, you know, we've been saying, honestly, we've been saying on this podcast and on our coaching calls inside of next level that you've got to, we started nine months ago. Hey, you need to start preparing for that change, right? Mm-hmm. Well, it's here. And if you haven't felt it, then you're not, you know, you're not working, but you're not doing you know, enough business. 60 days ago, I felt it, right? And, and uh, fortunately, we were in a position to be prepared, but, you know, we've been preaching that message for, for nine months. Long time. Yeah. 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 You know, this, this also made me think, you know, we, we got to be prepared to pivot, but like Shane and KT, like you guys are saying here about doing some of these things, that there's a class that we, we teach called the magic window. And, uh, you know, that, that was kind of contrived from, uh, reading something about Jeff Bezos and Bezos mentioned that he gets this question asked all the time, you know, how is your industry changing in 10 years and what are you doing to adapt to it? And he's like, you know, that that's a great question. And we ask ourselves that question a lot, but what we ask ourselves more often is what's going to be the same in five years and how do we do that better than everyone else? Right. And so continuing to refine these meetings or whatever it is that, that you're doing great do it, just continue to do it better. You know, it's, this isn't rocket science. Right. Uh, you can, you can keep riding that same trajectory. It just has to shift a little bit from time to time. Yeah. yeah I mean, to Sean, to your point, you know, that rocket ship. So if you make a small minor change in trajectory, by the time you look up at the sky, the rocket's in a completely different place. But, but what the misnomer is they made dramatic shifts to their model. And the reality is they made a minor tweak, Right that minor tweak at a fast pace, which is what top producers do. You move fast because of your team, your energy, your resources, minor tweaks take you in a completely different direction. And if you do it right, you have somebody speaking into your blind spots, which are the things you don't know. You don't know you go in the right direction. You land on the moon. If you don't have people speaking in your blind spots, you, you, you don't have a humility. You think that your shit doesn't stink because you kicked a rock last year and found a loan. Good for you. You bought a Jaguar that you no longer can afford. Like that's the reality of our industry. That's the rocket minor tweak 
fast paced going in the wrong direction and that rocket's going to blow up. I love that. Well, gang, that's it, man. That's it. We, we are, these are short and sweet. There's a lot of good nuggets in there. Mm -hmm. Uh, just a reminder, if you're a loan officer and you're listening to this and uh, you want to learn more, learn more about us, learn more about Next Level uh, or get some additional coaching, check us out at becomenl.com. Also, if you're wondering what we look like, you can check us out on YouTube. We put all of our podcasts up on the YouTube channel and uh, you can check us out over there, watch all of our videos and free content as well. Next Level Loan Officer. So thank you, gentlemen. Thank you, everyone, for listening today. And we'll see you guys on the next Next Level Loan Officers podcast.